late December, as many people were taking time off to celebrate the holidays, the President and Congress passed some new legislation, specifically the SECURE 2.0 Act of 2022, which takes its name from setting every community up for retirement enhancement. And it's aptly named 2.0 because it's a follow-up to the SECURE Act of 2019. What's more, it includes dozens of new provisions aimed at improving retirement security among U.S. workers. Welcome back to ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. And joining me is Catherine Collison, founding CEO and president of Nonprofit Transamerica Institute and its Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies to discuss the new legislation. But before we get started, just a reminder that we'd love to hear from you and learn what topics you'd like us to cover or to simply give us feedback. So please drop either Catherine or me a note at info at transamericacenter.org. Catherine, this sounds like a, a pretty substantial development. So to that end, how will Americans benefit from the new legislation? Secure 2.0 is comprehensive and it addresses many of the pressing issues and opportunities within our current retirement system, ranging from expanding retirement plan coverage to increasing ways that people can grow and protect the retirement savings. Al, if you're up for it, I'd like to share with you and our listeners six beneficial ways the new law enhances retirement security, as illustrated by our research findings at Transamerica Institute and Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies. Sounds like an excellent plan. So by all means, let's just jump right in with the first benefit. Al, on this podcast, we've often talked about the importance of workplace retirement benefits and that many workers still do not have access to these types of benefits. Over the years, our research has consistently found that smaller employers are less likely to offer retirement benefits to their employees compared with larger employers. For example, our most recent survey of employers found that just 46% of employers with fewer than 100 employees offer a 401k or similar plan compared with approximately nine in 10 employers who have more than 100 employees. So the first major way that the SECURE Act 2.0 uh, enhances retirement security is by helping to expand retirement plan coverage and in a couple of meaningful ways so that more workers are offered plans. First, uh, regarding those small employers, Secure 2.0 makes it easier and more affordable for small businesses to adopt a plan, whether a standalone 401k or similar plan, or by joining what's called a multiple employer plan or MEP, or a pooled employer plan or a PEP. Starting this year in 2023, there are increased tax credits available to small businesses that adopt a new plan. So hopefully these incentives will inspire more small businesses to offer these valuable benefits to their employees. Another way the new law helps expand retirement plan coverage is by implementing more stringent requirements for employers to extend plan eligibility to their long-term part-time employees. Over the years, our research has also consistently found that many employers offer retirement benefits to their full-time employees, but not to their part-time employees. So these new requirements will also help expand coverage so that more part-time employees have access. And this provision of the new law goes into effect in 2025. 
Catherine, this news is really just so encouraging and, and sounds like a win-win across the board for both employees and employers. Now, why don't we examine some of the other ways the new law goes about enhancing retirement security? The second way Secure 2.0 promotes retirement security is by helping mitigate the impacts of financial emergencies on workers' retirement savings. And again, Al, on this show, we've talked about it. Many workers lack emergency savings. Our most recent survey of workers found they have saved just $5,000. That's the median, but they have saved just $5,000 to cover the cost of an unexpected major financial setback. And 14% of workers have no emergency savings. What's even more concerning is more than one in four workers, 26% have taken an early withdrawal and or hardship withdrawal from a retirement account, often as a result of the emergency. Now, while tapping into the retirement accounts could be their only or best alternative, it can still severely impact the growth of their savings over the long term, and they're going to need those savings down the road when they retire. So what the SECURE Act does is this. Beginning in 2024, SECURE 2.0 helps address this issue by creating an emergency savings account as a new plan feature for defined contribution retirement plans, including 401k plans, that can help mitigate the need for workers to tap into the retirement savings. Additionally, under the new law, withdrawals from retirement accounts that are considered emergency withdrawals will no longer be subject to a 10% early distribution penalty that is generally applicable to those under the age of 59 and a half. And I want to point out, Al, this new exception for emergency withdrawals and no longer being subject to the 10% early distribution penalty is huge. Uh, This is a really important thing that can help workers who have come across hard times uh, navigate a little better without being saddled with a 10% penalty if they need to take an early withdrawal or hardship withdrawal. Well, both of these emergency savings provisions sound like a step in the right direction, especially that relief from the 10% early withdrawal penalty. I mean, let's face it, if uh, someone, you know, is facing some fairly dire circumstances and, you know, having to resort to this type of withdrawal in the first place, uh, that 10% uh, hit or penalty always seemed like the government was, you know, really rubbing salt in the wound. So good on them for, uh, you know, amending that. Now, moving on to the next way that this new legislation further enhances retirement security, I understand there's also some encouraging news for retirement savers of all ages. Indeed, there is encouraging news. Looking across generations and age ranges, Secure 2.0 has provisions that are helpful for people in different life phases. So specifically, the third way Secure 2.0 enhances retirement security is a provision that can be especially helpful for Generation Z and Millennials. Younger generations, as we know, are graduating from college with student debt, and this student debt competes with their ability to save for retirement. And during a time in life where they can potentially leverage the growth and compounding of their investments over a very long time horizon uh, until they retire. According to our most recent survey of workers, more than one in five Gen Z workers 
between the ages of 18 and 24, and 17% of millennial workers cite paying off student loans as a current financial priority. Beginning in 2024, Secure 2.0 enables employers to make matching contributions to 401k or similar plans with respect to their employees' student loan repayments. If workers cannot afford to save for retirement while they're paying their student debt, they can still receive a matching contribution from their employer into their retirement plan account. And this is especially helpful because it helps them start saving uh, and helps them start saving over the long haul, even while they're paying off their student debt. Outstanding, Catherine. I mean, that sounds like a nice leg up for younger employees and for that matter, anyone who's you know paying off student loans. Because when you think of it, this really is the best of both worlds solution, you know, enabling uh, this group not to have to sacrifice one for the other, but allowing to save for retirement while at the same time repaying their debt. So now let's look across uh, the age spectrum. I, I'd like to move on and understand how this new legislation perhaps aids the older workers. The fourth way Secure 2.0 enhances retirement security is by expanding catch-up contributions, which could be especially helpful for Generation X and baby boomer workers, the older generations of workers who are now nearing retirement. And as we've talked about recently on the show, talking about the four generations of workers, uh, we've talked about this and our research has found many are inadequately saving. And as they grow older, they need to substantially increase their savings before they retire. Our most recent survey of workers has found that baby boomer workers have saved just $162,000 in total household retirement accounts. And Gen X workers have saved only $87,000. Those are the estimated median savings of both baby boomer workers and Gen X workers. Beginning in 2024, Secure 2.0 enables age 50 plus workers to increase catch-up contributions to a retirement plan account or IRA, allowing them to save more as they get closer to retirement. I do have a caveat though I need to point out, and that is the new law also includes rules that higher income earners who are making catch-up contributions do so on what's called a Roth or after-tax basis. Beginning in 2025, Secure 2.0 enables workers age 60 to 63 to save even more through catch-up contributions. Well, again, Catherine, I mean, this is just all so very affirming and positive news as, as far as age 50 plus workers now having that opportunity to save even more for retirement on a tax advantage basis. Because when you take into account the economic hardships coming through like the sluggish economy or cost of living, et cetera, I mean, take your pick. Saving uh, or the ability to do so typically is going to take a hit. So I'm really encouraged by these important developments. Now, I've heard there's a provision of the new law that can be especially beneficial for older workers uh, as well as retirees, right? Yes, indeed there is. The fifth way Secure 2.0 enhances retirement security is acknowledging longevity and addressing a longstanding issue with required minimum distributions, or RMDs. This provision of the new law is somewhat esoteric, so I want to start off by offering some context. 
as we've talked about on the show, people have the potential to live longer than ever before. And today's workers envision working beyond traditional retirement age. Almost four in 10 expect to retire at age 70 or older or do not plan to retire. And many expect to do so because they want or need the income and some fear that they're going to run out of savings when they retire. Under the previous law, with some exceptions, the IRS generally required individuals to begin taking withdrawals, the required minimum distribution or RMD, annually from their retirement accounts at age 72. And the failure to do so came with a steep penalty of a 50% excise tax on the RMD amount. Thankfully, Secure 2.0 is addressing uh, this situation in a couple of meaningful ways. First of all, you know, keeping in mind that many workers expect to work beyond age 70, Secure 2.0 increased the RMD age from 72 in 2022 to 73 in 2023 and all the way up to age 75 in 2033, giving workers more time to grow their savings. The new law also reduces that excise tax for failing to take an RMD from 50% to 25%, And if the RMD is corrected in a timely matter, the excise tax is further reduced to 10%. Well, gosh, Catherine, I'll tell you, this episode is just, you know, full of really, really good news. And, you know, I might add it never gets old. (laughs) But all kidding aside, I've, I've personally known some retired colleagues who were, you know, caught off guard by RMDs when they uh, entered their 70s because, well, they just hadn't factored them into their financial plans, or you know, in some cases they just missed them because they, well, they weren't aware of the requirement. So for all our listeners, I, I can't overstate the importance of gaining a thorough understanding of RMDs along with their tax and financial implications. Well, Catherine, I believe at the onset, you've promised our listeners six ways uh, the new law enhances retirement security. So I believe that uh, brings us to the sixth and uh, final provision, right? It sure does. Al, I am positively thrilled to share that Secure 2.0 has a provision focused on low to moderate income retirement savers. On this podcast, we recently aired an episode dedicated to the savers credit and for 2022 tax filing season. As a memory refresher, the savers credit is a tax credit for low to moderate income workers saving for retirement in a 401k or similar plan or IRA. However, as we've discussed, its success has been somewhat limited by its being non-refundable and simply due to a widespread lack of awareness. So we're going to have to wait for this exciting new provision, and it is worth the wait. Beginning in 2027... Secure 2.0 reimagines and replaces the savers credit with what's called the savers match, which is a matching contribution from the government for retirement savers meeting income eligibility requirements. The new savers match will be a 50% match of a worker's contributions to a retirement plan or IRA up to $2,000, and which represents a maximum match of $1,000. Unlike the saver's credit, 
the retirement saver does not have to have a tax liability to benefit from the savers match. And what's also super important, the new law calls for promotion of the savers match so that uh, workers who are eligible are aware of it. And this is excellent news as well. Now, I want to underscore something for our listeners. The savers credit is still here for tax years 2022 all the way through 2026. Um, It will be replaced and upgraded with the savers match in 2027. Uh, But don't forget the savers credit uh, as you're working on your 2022 tax filings uh, and in the future years through 2026. Well, Catherine, I can't thank you enough for a yeoman's job uh, for all of your insights uh, regarding these you know, positive and expansive impact of the new law. It's uh, just been helpful, encouraging, affirmative. But uh, where uh, now where can our listeners go to learn even more? Please visit our website at transamericainstitute.org and follow us on LinkedIn and on Twitter at TI underscore insights and TCR studies. And of course, Al, we're going to be talking more about the new law in future episodes of this podcast. Perfect. And I I look forward to that. And uh, thanks, Catherine. It's it's really been a pleasure catching up with you today. And for our listeners, if you have ideas for future episodes, comments, or or feedback, please email me or Catherine at info at transamericacenter.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss upcoming episodes. Till the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find our weekly podcasts on WIPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WIPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.